0: Welcome to Crime Curious. I'm Charnel And I'm Megan. And welcome to just a fucking fun episode, you guys. We're well into
1: Shocktober.
0: We are, and we're going to have fun with you today because, holy shit, have I been covering some really heavy, gruesome things. They've been intense. They have, and I just think that spooky season comes with, a, we can have a little bit of fun here.
1: Yeah, well, they've driven me to drink. And speaking of drinks, I decided that since it's Shocktober... I needed to pink, pick, pick, pink, and also I've been drinking. I needed to pick us up something special. So there is a great, great, fuck. I give up. I'm out. There's a great winery in the state of Michigan called Lelanau Cellars. Mm-hmm. And I love Lelanau Cellars because they are up near my, where my daughter lives. Yes. And who's the chef and it's called, Witch's is brew. So it's a red wine with spices and so- literally the cap Drink up, witches. Drink up, witches. So, and I will. This witch will drink up. Yeah, Thank you. It's 12.5% alcohol by volume. Is so that all?
0: That's what we're clocking in at, huh? That is
1: what we're clocking in at. All right. And uh, yeah, good luck to all of you while you're listening to us deal with this case <laughs> sure. while we drink this bottle. That's right. But I have a fun thing for us today. Oh, no, it, no child abuse cases? No. I'm Nobody's going to be locked in a closet or a box?
0: Nope. I'm giving our hearts a fucking break, everybody and also while well, we kind of toy with the idea of a spin-off
1: show from Crime Curious here
0: I think this just this gives us some ideas. Some of
1: you may be aware that this has been something we've been thinking about but mm-hmm. you might just have kind of a, a first uh, look this I think this is kind of a sneak peek minus Jason who will be there
0: who, who will be there but we are uh, we're toying with a spin-off show where maybe we feature a drink of choice. And then just cover some random fucking shit. And that's Which what we I'm, do. We do, but it doesn't necessarily have to be true crime related, but it's no. still going to be funny and interesting. And that's kind of what I'm bringing us today, but it is still crimey-esque.
1: We're going to make it crimey.
0: This is definitely spooky.
1: Okay. To, I love stuff like today,
0: this. Today, you know I don't. I so know. this is like charnel reaching into the deep inner cockles of her soul you said
1: cockle he did is that even a fucking word yeah we have a cockle it's there somewhere the cockle of your soul you've never heard that before yeah cockle yeah. is a shellfish cockles and mussels and you can eat them i feel like are you making up the part of your soul or is there a part of your soul that's a shellfish possibly i Does do have love seafood me too i have found the pearl of your soul you have it's in your cockle. It's deep in my cockle. That's where my
0: pearl is hidden.
1: Uh, men can never find it, you know? I know. It's, it's elusive, it is. It is. Yeah. Gotta well, be in
0: just right position.
1: Yeah, and if there's a pearl, then that means there were beads and...
0: Oh, yeah. This all tracks.
1: It does. It actually is making a lot of fucking sense right now. It
0: does. Here, finish your drink so I can pour you more. Get more witches brew in me. But this episode today is about the lore of banshees. Now, like, I feel like we have all heard of a banshee. Okay, but do you actually know what a banshee is? Yes. Okay, tell me what you have
1: heard that a banshee is. I believe that a banshee is kind of like a female uh, spirit type thing that has a very um, loud scream or obnoxious noise that may come out to haunt you or to protect something. And I believe it possibly even originated from ancient Greek culture.
0: You're very, very close. Okay. But that is why I wanted to cover this. Okay, because I'm excited. There are some inconsistencies there that I'll clear up for you. Good. Now, we know we've heard the saying like screaming like a banshee before. Yes. Yeah, like a lot of kids. I used to get in trouble all the time from my grandparents if I Me was too. screaming when I was playing. Why are you screaming like a banshee? Yep. Yeah. come out and be so angry. Now, as an adult, I understand kids screaming is alarming right? It should be. I made grandpa get up from his table where he was smoking his cig and bird watching right. to come check and make sure I wasn't being murdered.
1: You ruined his relaxation.
0: Grandpa Milton. I'm so sorry. Cause now I get it. Yes. But I did scream like a banshee as a child. I believe that. And and where this comes from is that a banshee Banshee is usually described. My resources are in the show notes, everybody. There is so much good research research out there, but I really liked Celtic Life International. Um, AllThat'sInteresting.com did a really great uh, covering recently of banshees. And Connecticut Ghost Hunter did a good job as well. So just wanted to throw out some sources there for you to check out.
1: Just to throw out a hypothesis before you get started, mm-hmm. can could I possibly be correct that a banshee might be a version of a siren in Greek mythology too? They
0: never mention anything Greek. It's actually Irish. Right, but, but it's comparison like to it,
1: sirens are mm-hmm. Greek.
0: They are. And then a
1: banshee is from your Irish. I floor. do
0: think that it could have derived very similarly from that because you were right, it is always a woman. Yes. And she is always described as either being always screaming or singing. But she's definitely making noise. Sirens sing to Mm -hmm. lead men
1: to their deaths.
0: They do. But this is where it differs. Banshees do not bring death. No? Nope.
1: Banshees. Now I kind of don't like them as much.
0: (laughs) They simply warn you. Of impending death? Death is upon your family. (gasps) Might not be you. But death is coming, and they are a warning ahead of time. No wonder According your
1: grandparents to- don't like it when you scream like a banshee in the For front sure. yard. Especially they don't know what's the- coming.
0: Well, and they're in. They were in their seventies at the time. They thought, oh, "Fuck, it's God. me."
1: What is she bringing to me? Yes. What am I, I being warned of?
0: I get it. I'm so sorry, Gr- Milton and Wanda. I those are great grandparent names. I know. Remember Norma
1: and Jack and Phyllis and Don. I had Milton, Wanda, Gerald, and Louise. Yeah, we have all good, like, 1930s names (laughs) right there. We sure
0: do. Bless, God rest their souls. Mm -hmm. So much like the Grim Reaper, the Banshee is believed to be an escort to the land of the dead but instead of bringing death, they're just warning of it. Okay. So to truly understand what seeing the spirit is like, we have to understand about more how it operates. So according to all that's interesting.com, Banshees bring like a death coach and a comb, a comb, not a comb, how we describe it I think it's more like a comb of like meaning what's in there um hold on we got to look this up a
1: comb what do you look, look up, up a
0: death comb okay I'm looking it up because I meant to do that I actually even have a note in my notes about looking it up i look it this
1: so instead of appearing only to the doomed comb spelled like the kind that combs your hair yeah c-o-m-b
0: instead of operating like the doomed The Banshee is said to wail a warning for the entire family to know that one of them is about to die. According
1: to Irish folklore, what is it? What's a comb? Nothing comes up as death comb, but what does come up is combing torture. Oh. So Wiki is going to describe this as combing, sometimes known as carding, despite carding being a completely different process. Is a sometimes fatal form of torture in which iron combs designed to prepare wool and other fibers for woolen spinning are used to scrape, tear, and flay the victim's flesh. Oh. Iron combs have rough fibers and these instruments resembled miniature garden rakes. This goes back to both um, Herodotus, which is your Greek stuff. This yeah. is a torturous death. By combing was a nephos, was inflicted by Croesus, was recorded by Herodotus. And then it later mentions from the Middle East and Asia Minor, often associate combing with heroic martyrdom for the sake of belief in the Abrahamic God and loyalty to one's Jewish, Christian, or Muslim faith. Oh. That is the only thing I can see that comes up regarding... Death by comb. So I'm actually there wondering is this if too though that says um, this is worldstagepress.org. Death by comb commands the heart to open and the soul to evoke emotion centered around the trials and triumphs of and this one is a, a black women okay. in this particular example. So very interesting.
0: I'm wondering if it's a symbol because. It says the Banshee's tale involves a death coach. So like a coach to carry you over or and oh. a comb. So I'm thinking this is a a, a a symbol, almost like how like King Triton had his uh, staff. In the Little Mermaid, that was yeah. like part of his yeah. know, thing. So I I wonder if or that's death, a, uh, a death has its hook, has its
1: shepherd's hook, yes. or so sometimes something symbolic like yep. that. So
0: I think I mean that would track with your the comb being a part of torture that brings death.
1: Essentially, right? And this is potentially something that takes you over into the afterlife. It does. Yeah, I guess you, you have to realize, and I'll, I'll apologize to everybody, but I have a minor in ancient Greek culture, mm-hmm. something totally useless that I picked up. Yeah, good but for you. I, I love it. <laughs> I love everything about it. And right. Kyron, or Karen, however you want to pronounce his name, would take people over on a boat across the River Styx yes. over into the underworld. And then, of course, there were multiple options there as to where you would go. Yep. So maybe something similar like that, like, a, like you said, an implementation yes of death
0: that's that is exactly how i'm interpreting it yep i I I think so so what we know about the banshee is that it's you know like i said said uh, it's a it's a whale of the warning and now irish folklore though call it some different things so there's a a bean Sidhi or a woman of fairyland and it admits that ear-splitting cry. The fairy allegedly warns of the coming doom and is an omen of death. There are varying ideas about her appearance, and I have seen this. The appearance of a banshee is very widely um, argued, I would say. Okay. I've heard it both ways. There are some things that stay the same, though, always. She has, it's a woman, always. She has long hair. It might be silver, red, white, or gray. But in other de- like depictions, she might even be completely headless. And we'll get to that. Hard in a to scream
1: without a mouth.
0: It, it. That's what I thought. I'm like, okay. In various instances, she is described as dressed in a silver, green, black, or white dress. She may also have a shroud, a veil, or a cloak covering her face. That I've seen and heard. Mm hmm. Report. Seen personally,
1: yeah, often. Okay, my shower.
0: Okay, we're gonna talk in a second.
1: No, and I just get sometimes to personal. The cat attacks me, and then my face goes in through the clear plastic shower as a ca- uh, curtain as I'm trying to get you out. You
0: become a banshee. I've become
1: the bon or however we pronounce that. Since I'm Irish, I might as well use it, <laughs> right? Yes, and then I am wrapped in a curtain on the ground being attacked by a cat screaming. Thanks so,
0: to the- oh, okay, but not really a pending death other than your own.
1: I think that's accurate and I can impend my own doom <laughs> with my screams. You might
0: reportedly
1: if she is headless only in the in the situations where people
0: describe her as being headless, she carries a bowl of blood and is naked from the
1: waist up. Of course her tits are hanging out. Mine are when I was in the shower falling out as right. well and I wasn't holding a bowl of blood that time.
0: But you also had your head. It's only in the instances where she's headless. Oh that she's holding a bowl of blood probably catching it from her own neck I love because she likes to keep shit tidy
1: that bowls of blood and buckets of blood have a lot of really great inferences throughout multicultural yes. um supernatural things in fact we're going to get to one one of the next episodes that I present to you that you're going to find really interesting so I Megan's find doing an
0: episode I'm deep diving
1: into this shit so bad right now I'm just not ready to present it yet
0: So sometimes red glowing eyes are also a part of her description. Sometimes she is allegedly a young woman, which I was like, you know what? So sometimes she hit some of the cannabis the night before. (laughs) Right, I get
1: it. Look, whatever. You know, there she is. Do you grow weed in Ireland? Is it too cold, guys? Oh, I'd like to know. Me too. Do we have Irish listeners? Yes. If so, please send all of your suggestions orally. We have Irish um, Patreons. Yeah, as a matter of fact, she's like so voices. Irish.
0: Her name is actually Kate. Well, mine's
1: Megan. I
0: love her to death,
1: but she, I don't. Have, she writes
0: us. Kate, do you have red hair? Oh, let's ask her. Kate. Write us. Do you have red hair? And also, do you guys grow weed in Ireland? Right. We want to know. And have you ever seen a banshee? Yes. Tell us about your banshee folklore. I will do a follow-up. So sometimes the banshee is said to be a young woman. Sometimes, and this- Or a crone. You guys, this showed up a lot. Um, A washer woman. Who is washing blood out of clothes. Yep. But other times she's an older woman as well. So, you know, basically it could be anyone young, old, washing clothes, not washing clothes, which is women in general. But washing
1: blood out of clothes? Blood.
0: It's always very, it's always blood in every different variation that I could find. There's a lot of references to washer women and washing blood. And we'll actually get to um, a Scottish version as well. Of course. That comes up also. Of the blood washing.
1: Yeah, it's not just Scottish. That That's multicultural. And it's really interesting because a lot of these feel like blood carries spirits mm-hmm. that have been released from someplace. And then, of course, the screaming was uh, allegedly coming during the washing. Mm-hmm. So something was... But in a I, morning. Think, in if, a morning. Okay, so mm-hmm. this time she wasn't forecasting an imminent death, but it was a morning whale. Whale, um, as in W-A-I-L, not the t- kind with the tail correct. and the spout.
0: Correct, Yes. While well, some of these descriptions are disturbing, legend has it that the banshee doesn't cause death. That is the important distinction in all of this, is that like banshees don't kill. They're not bringers of doom. They are simply warners. They are warning of the impending doom, which is almost more terrifying to me. Like a crow.
1: Yeah. In certain legends.
0: Yes. But or like if you've ever seen Practical Magic, love me some Sandy B. Me too. And the Nicole Death Kidman. Watch Beetle.
1: I yeah. love Nicole too. Yeah. Well, Sandy made the movie, but still. She did. But uh, the Death Watch Beetle.
0: Sure. I'm currently rocking Nicole Kidman's bangs from that movie. You are.
1: Let's l- see, what you liked about that and noticed with the Death Watch Beetle is that it, it does it chirp or whatever before that it does it's thing would happen
0: yes it was a high pitch so you drink. have a
1: bat a banshee so they, they exist in different cultures anyway
0: yep 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 so the thing is though is that despite some of the descriptions that go along with them banshees weren't all considered in every folklore to be vengeful or hateful some were said to be beautiful creatures who sang a song that was filled with love and concern for their families over their upcoming death, which is how me as social worker, Charnel would prefer to remember them by. And if I'm visited by one, I would prefer that she's singing to me instead of screaming to me. But sometimes that can feel very similar. I mean, I, yeah. I like all genres of music. Some I, of the music I listen to is screaming.
1: Me too. I also love me some Screamo death metal every once in yeah. a while, right? Bring on the Five Finger Death Bunch yes. and then let's go back to Sarah McLaughlin. I'm fine with either. Yep. yep. Um, I feel like it would almost be more terrifying to me to wake up to see a beautiful young woman at the end of my bed, softly singing. I think I'm more mentally prepared for the screaming hag at the end of my bed, because at least I know there's danger ahead. The other (laughs) one makes me feel moderately comforted in a way that I don't like. And also why are you here, bitch? And why do you look so pretty? And my husband's next to me and I don't like it.
0: I love everything about that statement. (laughs) You're so right. I, Two, would respond better to the ugly hag who's screaming at me than the beautiful woman singing about impending doom because I'd be like, I'm sorry, are you here to seduce my husband? I know he's really good looking, but bitch, he's already
1: taken. I just identify with the ugly hag more, and nope. I feel like she needs she needs my love.
0: You're right. <laughs> I'm throwing bows with the pretty one. You're so right. I'm <laughs> throwing
1: I love- bows, spoken like true competitive cheerleaders. Knuckles yes. to you. Yes. We're like totally over here. Yep. Oh my god, we're throwing bows I'm after the game. Throw bows at you. I was thinking elbows, <laughs> oh, but you I went go- <laughs> right to competitive cheer with you it. Did. You were too. So you know what I mean. But I
0: was a little bit more ghetto with it. Because I was like, you I'm going to literally throw an elbow into this bitch's nose. Make it crooked Fuck. so she's I, not
1: so beautiful anymore. I just ruined gangster rap, Charnel. <laughs> I am so sorry that I went to yuppie Actual cheerleader bows, bows instead of throwing elbows. I am so sorry, listeners. I'm a scrappy little bitch, though. So Oh, you, you probably, probably could bite why. an ear off of me easily and oh yeah potentially some significant scratches
0: yeah yeah I did recently cut my nails I actually did too regularly I could probably assault you with my fingernails I I believe it
1: could happen here let me pour you some more
0: this is this is why I love you you went (laughs) to cheerleader hair bows when I was like sorry total actual violence
1: (laughs) hi I'm Megan and I'm a little vanilla sometimes (laughs) charnel's working on getting me some neapolitan going on here i'm so vanilla i'm charnel and i'm a little ghetto
0: sometimes (laughs) we'll throw hands with someone yeah i would have understood but you said
1: throw bows and i just went right to the chair
0: i do love that about you i'm leaving all that in because people need to know how fucking sweet you can be sometimes man I mm-hmm. mean, I know you, verbally, I'm, I'm a joy. You can verbally assault someone with words
1: that m- most people have never heard of before. I don't need to assault people physically. No, I have my you words. Can do
0: it with your words and my mind. Yep, it's a hundred percent true. But I love, I uh, love that when I said bows, you went straight to the cute hair kind. I just spirit fingers.
1: <laughs> don't spit your wine out. Spitters or quitters. Don't do it. Swallowed it. I swallowed it. <laughs> it's
0: good. The words my husband likes to hear. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Whose doesn't. Ma- male oh. listeners out here everywhere way to be patriarchal let's get back to the matriarchal yeah. that is is irish banshee our, our irish banshee here i'm yeah, gonna go to ConnecticutGhostlore.com. oh cool so, is he a real guy can we meet with him I,
0: author of ConnecticutGhostlore.com, hit us up yes the first they say that the first uh traditional stories of banshees appeared in the eighth fucking century about Ooh. women known as keeners who sang mournful songs to laminate someone's death. Some keeners were said to be sinners because they accepted alcohol as payment. Fucking cheers to that.
1: Big time. Literally we, clicking of glasses.
0: We are keeners. I would accept alcohol as payment. Okay, sinner. I know. Um, Jesus drank wine. That's all I'm going to say. He also turned water into wine. I was just going to say, he didn't just drink so, wine. He, he, he made, made it. it.
1: So, this wasn't this eight- is way pre-Jesus though. this, was, this is Let's, eighth century. Um, and you know what? Men, and I'll use that term as a plural, but we'll just say men had to come up with things to explain women to explain things that women did that were mysterious to them. Mm
0: -hmm. Like accepting alcohol as payment. Bitch, they
1: had to accept alcohol as payment to put up with your dirty stank ass. Exactly. It's the eighth fucking century. I bet people were hired to do this, like kind of like paid mourners. Yeah. Or these are women of ill repute who are mourning, singing these songs, and then they get these, you know, payment of alcohol and probably other things. So, but again, men of that time came up with all kinds of interesting explanations to these uh, of, of origins of mythological beasts like this to explain normal things that were happening. Don't even get me into what happens with your menstrual cycle and what they came to explain that as.
0: Yep. Ooh, that would be a great topic for our spinoff show.
1: Oh, absolutely. Let's talk about how dirty us bitches are every once a month. Right. Right. And that's not even talking about the blood. That's just talking about what might happen to you.
0: Yep. They were so here's the thing though if you were a woman who accepted alcohol as payment in the 8th century then you were said to be punished by being doomed to become a banshee. Listen, I think becoming a banshee sounds like a hell of a good fucking time. I'm not bringing death, but I'm just going to let you know that it'll happen. And in some situations I'm being described as being very beautiful with long hair. Fucking sign me up for that.
1: Even the gray hair I'll take. Yeah. Also, I'm just screaming at people. Love it. Give me a reason. Jesus, Charnel, am I actually a paid banshee?
0: Motherfucker. Did I hire a banshee to replace my old co-host? I
1: think you might have. I think that's me. I think I'm her. And I'm Irish.
0: She is me. I am her. Okay.
1: Yeah. I don't have an H in Megan because I spell it the right way, but still (laughs) of the right descent.
0: That's true. Pale.
1: Me too. Freckles. Mm -hmm. Irish. The blonde's a little bleached, but things match. It
0: does. (laughs) I'm dying right now.
1: (laughs) Oh, you know what? You don't even have to take it out. It's fine. I I won't. You don't have to. I
0: won't. We're taking, this is an unedited episode. (laughs) We'll just call it Crime Curious. Unscripted. Unedited. And completely unraveled. Right.
1: And if none of you watch it, we're releasing it on OnlyFans and Pornhub (laughs) later in the week. (laughs) Dying. Pornhub has more than porn charnel. I didn't know that. They do. Do they really? Yeah, but don't actually try to can look I it Google up. It? You can and I, I have and I'm just telling you that somebody literally a friend of mine says, "Hey, if you look this up something Pornhub and I'm like, "Dude, I'm not fucking falling for that." right Are you right, kidding right, me? And they're like, right. "Dude, they have things other than porn on Pornhub." I'm like, "No, it's in the name." It's in the name. It describes what they are. It was a funny video, by not the way. Not a
0: paid sponsor, but also interested. Oh, Didn't know. my
1: God. Can you imagine? That's that I mean. All of a sudden, we're I, think I have to this change, serious commercial for Pornhub. I think I have to cha- check into the um, ethical considerations regarding that, but I'm not opposed. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not.
0: I. You taught me something today because I had absolutely no idea that they had more than just porn. They do. Okay, that's that's good for people to know.
1: But I don't think it's worth the risk to <laughs> right. look it up. I'm also <laughs> putting point. that out there. Yeah, that's a good point. For all of your browsers' mm-hmm. histories, just take my word for it and don't do the same experiment that I did because now I have a brand new phone. And what's going to show up
0: your junk email and yeah, all I'm kinds of shit? Anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. all of a sudden your phone gets like, do you want to go live with people in your area? And right. I'm like, no, 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 no I do they're not. they're probably
0: in my court. No, I don't. Those oh, people aren't
1: in my area. They're not. they're not. They're not. They're lying to me. No. Only the lonely men believe it. It.
0: Or all of a sudden you click on it and it's like, oh my God, there's my host for the podcast. Oh Charnel, my- hi, it's me.
1: <laughs> I went live with Charnel on accident. Right, pornhub at banshee.com. <laughs> Just if you look up banshees, all of a sudden that comes up. There
0: we go. We're there. It's our picture. This is another interesting fact about banshees. They only appear alone. Several have been known to appear at once to announce the death of someone great or holy. The only So the only time that they... That many are together means that this is like a really big, big person. So, probably with Queen Elizabeth,
1: there were banshees. There were banshees. There
0: were several banshees
1: who gathered.
0: Otherwise, if you're not important, you only get one banshee, people. You can't have
1: multiple. They're very busy. Three screaming women at a bar in England, those were the banshees. Yes, impending of Queen Elizabeth. You guys are all fantastic. I, I love all of you that screamed.
0: Other legends say that Banshee is a ghost of a young woman who suffered a violent death and that her spirit is said to warn of an impending, another impending violent death in the family. So that is only when the Banshee shows up as the spirit of a young woman, but sometimes she also appears as an old woman dressed in rags, but that is when it is a nonviolent death.
1: So I like this because, and there's a ton of potential spinoffs in terms of stories we can look up, but in the female um, coming up, the, the white woman, like in the dress who is singing, who's alone, who's beautiful. So. These are like your white lady or gray lady stories yes. that you get, and they're mm-hmm. often by a body of water. Yeah, always. You're almost yep. always, um, yep. or in a lighthouse, or in a beach house, or something yes. like that. And I've heard there's something are multiple to do myths. with water, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. is there something water specific affiliated with banshees that no. you found? No. Okay. Nope. Then the reason I ask is because again, the Greek equivalent of that is a siren, and sirens are almost always affiliated with Absolutely. water.
0: I've never seen a siren story that wasn't affiliated well, with water. Well, because they have
1: to be. Or um, a mayad or a naiad. Yep. And there's lots of them. Naiads, I believe, of the maniad variety are water-specific or river-specific.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah,
1: multicultural. I
0: actually think I do get to that. Oh, I love a, this stuff. In a minute. Yeah. Um. So, like I said, there's a distinction. If the Banshee is a young spirit, then she is basically impending about a violent death, an old spirit that is dressed in, like, old rags, she doesn't necessarily equate to a violent death, but she does have the old woman always has, and and I feel her as I age. I get it. All right, she has blood red eyes that are filled with hatred, and a look in her eyes that is like basically instant death. Like her eyes look like death. Yeah, she's seen some shit. She has. She's some been life married experience. for over ten years. Yeah,
1: oh. <laughs> to the same man.
0: Yes. <laughs> That is why she is
1: worn down,
0: people. I get it.
1: She doesn't care how she looks anymore. Just let him be red.
0: Mm-hmm. And her mouth, the old woman in Rag's mouth, is always hanging open and she's screaming. Okay. Yeah, I this also is what you get picture. that too. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. As I'm yelling, do yes. the dishes. Who left the towels on the floor? Right exactly will you fucking
0: last for more than five minutes harold
1: yes <laughs> yes that's yes. her mouth hanging open that's right her there. mouth
0: hanging open okay harold
1: got confused about what he was supposed to do in that situation give him a break
0: yeah thelma. She, i mean she was screaming
1: so all she should be named thelma by the way thelma. they're not karens they're, they're way angrier than a they, Karen. Are they are a Thelma. you're
0: right on the flip side of this, legend has it that scary and angry Banshees that were used, that basically like we see in pop culture, right? They're kind of a scarier spirit. They are actually said to be celebrating death instead of mourning it because they hated the person who's about to die. So there is a folklore about that as well. Like in, in some cultures, these Banshees are like, they're
1: screaming in jubilation. Charnel, when we die, we're gonna come back as Banshees with like serial killers and they're going to see us before they die celebrating
0: more often. Cause we're going to be like, come on, bitches, come party with us. Right. And you know it's what? It's great on
1: the other side. I don't even want to be beautiful. I want to be scary with my jaw hanging down to my tits. Like that's how <laughs> I want to be. I want you to be scared, Dahmer. Fuck you, man.
0: Oh shit. That is an excellent point that you raised. Can I be a Banshee just for the horrific people who are about to die?
1: Yeah, yes. what a great job!
0: I would love for them Saint to see Peter, me, St.
1: Peter. When we when I get to the gates, because I'll get there. I I can I can get there. I'm working on it. And, you will. You okay. Will. Can I pick my job? And is Banshee one of them on the list? Because right. I'm picking it.
0: I'm picking it. Yeah,
1: but only for the really
0: shitty people on Earth. I want All them the scary, to bad know people. that they about to die, and I'm the one telling them that they about to die. Right. Oh my god, Megan, and if I can work if I can
1: work in this is a true crime podcast brought to you by Crime Curious before they die. Yes. No advertising is bad advertising. It's not. Not even in the (laughs) afterworld. No. (laughs) No, I'll ask Hades. He and I are tight.
0: Hades, Hades, Hades. I know I've been securing a seat for several years now, but I'm also working it on with the big guy. So like we're gonna see how this goes. But if it ends up on Hades' side. Can you give me a job? Can I have this job? Can I just- Are you, you asking do some advertising? me? No, you're not Hades. Oh,
1: good. Well, I mean, I potentially, and people think so sometimes.
0: I bet you feel like Mistress Hades. Mistress
1: of the dark. To some people. Dungeon queen. Mistress of the dark. Well, when you're in charge of how and where the handcuffs go on, sometimes, sometimes people consider this. <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> so, a nickname from your husband, isn't it? <laughs> I mean- <laughs> You just said how and where the handcuffs go on.
1: I plead Jason, the fifth.
0: call me if you need help, buddy doesn't have access to a phone right now
1: (laughs) i'm gonna stop and bring home some food though that's
0: a good idea i mean we don't like to starve our prisoners no no we gotta keep them alive oh shit so we told you guys this was gonna be a fun episode and not like a
1: real episode it's an accidental
0: brain bath You know, it really is. This is kind of like what the
1: brain breath episodes are like. Mm -hmm. It is. But But I love more. I want to know more about Banshees. We all needed a little bit of
0: lightheartedness in our life today.
1: After the child cases we've Mm -hmm. had recently, yes.
0: All right. So as I told you, you know, some Banshees have those red eyes and they scream, have screams of torture, right? The thing that is very consistent throughout all of my research is that Banshee stories have been tracked back to the 8th century in Ireland, that is like really where everyone has said to that that they existed. Where women would, you know, sing the song or whatever. And the myth the mythology says that banshees will disappear in a cloud of mist when they're seen, followed by a sound of flapping wings. We got oh, wings, Megan. I do
1: like that. I like the wing so, aspect. Like a like almost I can go with like a, a fallen angel. Mm-hmm. Or, or crows angel in general, or crows. Yeah, like oh, again, wings. all of those type very of
0: interesting wings. Yep, um, either
1: birds or an owl. Even there are all kinds mm-hmm. of birds that are associated with death, and obviously vultures and things like that.
0: Right. By the seventeenth century, the term banshee began to be used regularly and was very accepted as a regular like way of life. Okay, which makes sense if you started in the eighth century. By the seventeenth century, it's going to be pretty commonly used first-hand accounts of banshees go back all the way to 1380 this is like like firsthand accounts with some reference of them in um, Norman literature in the Middle Ages the idea of the banshee was widely accepted in Ireland they believed that the banshee would watch over the family until all of them died like one banshee oh, like would their watch protector. over the mm-hmm, would watch over the family until all of them died and they would see the same banshee prior to a loved one's deaths death. death. They also thought that Banshees watched over um, the main Irish families, which I found interesting. So like the O'Neills, the O'Connors, the O'Briens, the the O'Grady's. Yep, the Kavanaugh's, spelled with a K, not a C like we do in America. Correct. Human Banshees supposedly started appearing soon after the first-hand accounts began in 1437 um, when a seer went to King James I of Scotland and... Basically, prophesized a mur- his murder.
1: He S- prophesized his own murder. Uh, this no, a seer did a went to see- king okay. went to King James and was totally like, missed that. So a seer prophesized King James's murder. Yep,
0: King James the first, um, of of his murder, and had said that this this seer had been visited by a banshee.
1: Okay. Yep.
0: Another famous alleged counter was recorded in the memoirs of Lady Fanshawe. In 1649, she and her husband were visiting a friend when a piercing cry woke her up. At her window, she reportedly saw a pale, red-haired woman wearing white, uh, wearing white, leaning toward the window, who called out, hone, a hone, a hon, a hon. or the Irish uh, "Oshone," which means alas, and is used to show great despair, like alas, Which we actually still use that
1: today. So I'm a huge fan of Latin and also of root words in general. I have some history with those and I love stuff like that. It, It has a historical basis. And then look how much is built upon that.
0: Yes. Right. So apparently this banshee said that. And they found out later that her friend's cousin, who was also staying there with them, had died overnight. So they believe that when this banshee with red hair, came to the window and was saying, Achon, or alas, or a hone, however we want to interpret it, it still means doom, right? Was exactly when she was dying.
1: Yeah, so never trusted Ginger, Andrea. Andrea, hey. we're looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> if you show up to my house at three o'clock in the morning, I'm not fucking letting you Same, in, that's for damn sure. Alas, I'll alas, I'll throw you a miller, alas. but nope, that's it. Yep, I'll <laughs> throw you a miller. <laughs> I'm dying.
0: <laughs> I love you. Oh, see a previous episode on Crime Curious where you where we met Aaron, Andrea. Right. In 1801, the commander of chief of the British British forces in Ireland allegedly received a visit from a banshee after attending a party. Once back home, his guests, wife, and maid reported hearing sounds coming from the outside of the window. They said they heard the name Rossmore yelled three times. The next morning, they discovered that. Rossmore had died at about the same time where they had heard
1: Rossmore
0: said three times.
1: Who's Rossmore?
0: Oh, one of their guests.
1: I mean, not to ruin the whole uh, Banshee vibe here, but is it possible that a woman killed her lover, Rossmore, at the bottom of the window while she was screaming at him and they decided to make that into a Banshee story? Just like to throw those in.
0: Rossmore! You motherfucker. You I fucking s- never listen to me. Stab, stab, stab.
1: How about I saw you with the scullery maid?
0: Oh yeah, right? good point. Yeah. Ross Moore. Did you sleep with the scullery maid? No. Ross Moore, are you listening to me? Maybe. Ross Moore, did you sleep with the scullery maid? My heart. Yes. This stab wound. But- yeah, yeah. You're right. We that- should be
1: actors. <laughs> HBO, if you would like to sponsor us, (laughs) we are here for you.
0: Clearly, our accents are amazing. First
1: of all, I'm a huge fan of True Blood, and the acting is obviously better than that. (laughs) So here we are.
0: (laughs) Hit us up, though. Hit us up. (laughs) So other stories highlight the experience of soldiers who have thought that they heard the Banshee's wail before they began the battle fucking terrifying. This makes sense right here. They were so terrified of their possible deaths that they abandoned the battles altogether. Oh shit like dessert. Yeah
1: yeah not desert the kind that oh, you eat. Oh I'm sorry let me clarify like as in deserters.
0: Yes exactly. The fleeting soldiers were often killed by their enemies uh, um, or their own armies due to the fact that they deserted their army yeah absolutely so literally it's like you hear the banshee the banshee siren makes you leave and then that causes your death so the banshee is still fucking right
1: oh that's interesting yeah the things that we come up with in our human (laughs) brains to explain things even the, not saying banshees don't exist, people, but I'm just saying, just in case they don't, and I again am the naysayer here. But that is where they say
0: this that, is you why know, hey, they how. they impend the doom. Yeah, and here it is. Even the late 1940s produced alleged sightings in Ireland of the banshee. There is a tale of an older man nearing death when a knock came at his door. When a young girl answered,
1: <gasps> "I dropped a dick. I'm so sorry." Jesus, <laughs> you can't be trusted to. No, nope, it's fine. stroke the sack if you're, you're going to pop a dick you're out. out. You're talking to me about scary things that I don't necessarily believe in that have to do with my history. And I was stroking a kangaroo sack and I, I lost a dick. I mean, it happens. Mind you, your own fucking business and just <laughs> do the podcast. I'm going to pick my dick up here. I put it back in the sack. Pour yourself some more <laughs> witches brew. <laughs> fucking A. It was so loud. It was. Now I know how porn stars feel. They unzip and they're like... <laughs> Are you okay? She's dead. I killed her. Oh am She's crying. <laughs> it's not that big, Charnel. You can take it. Come on. That
0: sound was so epic. You're welcome. It just happened. It was so familiar. You
1: did this to yourself. Is it? Matt, where <laughs> are you? <laughs> did he just enter the room? No, he left. It was me. Uh, I would believe that. No, he's right there. He's outside. Oh my god, he was outside our window right when I said that. Son of a bitch. Maybe that son was him. <laughs> my god. In that case, congratulations I'm, and I was just gonna say I'm a lucky some, lady. Here's some topical solution. <laughs> we might have to delete this episode. <laughs> I don't
0: even know what to say right now.
1: <laughs> Are you okay?
0: Megan broke Charnel. <laughs> <gasps>
1: oh
0: shit and cheese not dicks is and what cheese. we're talking about dropped, today right
1: i just dropped it you did drop i'm the so dick. sorry i dropped the dick <laughs> dropped i dropped the dick. my dick
0: <laughs> you dropped the dick pick it up let's carry on so what i was trying to tell you is about this older man and all of a sudden he like um when death Drops was knocking dick. on his door i mean it might be the same he wasn't sure because all of a sudden he sees a young girl so yeah i think he did drop his dick okay and he's fantasizing about a young girl basically what happened is hold on
1: i I'm kill sure I, I hurt understand. you i'm so sorry just do that part over <laughs> start, start the story over <laughs> i grounded myself from the sack I
0: grounded myself from the sack. <laughs> Great. Now I'm stroking it. Well, don't drop it. So, okay. So there's this tale of an older man who is nearing death and they heard a knock on the door. He had a young girl in his house with him. Weird. The young girl, yes, I, d- d- gives no other specifics
1: I'm than that. I'm just going to leave it alone.
0: Mm-hmm. The young girl, of course, goes and answers the door because the old man is about to die. He's not going to answer it. She reports back that, you know, there's, a woman there that was moaning an older woman dressed in white she was moaning she was crying and i don't know what to make of this and later that day the man died that's fucking weird i feel bad for her it, the real victim here is the young girl bob uh, possibly in many ways we don't actually <laughs> know
1: fair truly it's very fair
0: but it has came you know through since that was from the 1940s so it's came through time
1: Wow. So that's probably our most recent historical case, right? Do you Mm-mm. have some that extend past nineteen forty? I have one in
0: 1948.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, eight years later. Eight years later.
0: In another tale- Do you feel like
1: SpongeBob eight years later? Eight years later.
0: Yes. I do love SpongeBob. Don't tell anyone. Oh. Except for all of our well, except listeners. Except for all the listeners. Don't All worry. 10
1: of our listeners. I'm just kidding. Just because we like SpongeBob does not mean that we're less intelligent. No. In general. No he's great
0: and in another tale an older man had been suffering from what he thought was a toothache he saw a white sheet which his wife later thought to be his own death shroud and his son allegedly saw a old woman moaning which remember the old woman is supposed to symbolize a non-violent death a young woman appearing is a violent death
1: So this kind of tracks. I dig it because an old woman is gonna like welcome you. You're old; it's natural. She's gonna welcome you into your death, and and the young Young is unnatural.
0: It's unnatural to die young. Yeah, this makes sense to me.
1: Irish folklore is resonating with me.
0: Although the man soon went to the doctor, he was beyond help, and he soon died.
1: Just naturally, just died. Possibly, probably an abscess tooth. Doesn't concern anybody that his wife saw the white shroud. Does Ooh. anybody think maybe she helped no, them? No,
0: no, because remember the banshee appears to family members, not to the person who's dying. I'm just, in saying. in other words, she's help like she's warning people you're about to mourn. She's not actually warning people that they're about to die. That's the Grim Reaper's job. She's like, not my circus, not my monkeys. I have one job.
1: Right. I'm just saying, if one perhaps didn't believe in supernatural things, oh, like Judge just Meghan. throwing this out there. No, I mean. Some things make a little bit of sense. I can understand their cultural uh, importance. I got Mm you. But how easy would it be to say that you saw this while assisting him with the milk of the (laughs) poppy? What? I'm just saying we can all be assisted in death from a toothache.
0: I leave it to you to bring up the milk of the poppy.
1: The milk of the poppy.
0: You're so right, though. Mm -hmm. I mean... Uh
1: yeah it it's, gets people in trouble still today it's just it called does. something different
0: it does that's true so i'm gonna take you to bizarre encounters with real uh, banshees by author brent swasher okay he did an online article pm me brent and he actually says he wrote um no he didn't read wrote he he read he read a book called True Irish Ghost Stories, and he tells of a family from Ireland who had a number of encounters with Banshees. This, this is how the story goes, and I quote, My mother, when a young girl was standing looking out the window in their house at Black Rock near Cork, suddenly she saw a white female figure standing on a bridge, which was easily visible from the house. The figure waved her arms toward the house and my mother heard the bitter wailing of the banshee. The vision lasted a number of seconds before the figure finally disappeared in the cloud of fog. The next morning, my grandfather was walking as usual in the city of Cork. He accidentally fell, hit his head against the curbstone and never recovered consciousness, end quote. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. And here's another one. Same, same book, the true crime, uh, true Irish ghost stories. She said, this woman uh, shared her story of the Banshee and she said, quote, in March of the year 1900, my mother was very ill. One evening, the nurse and I were arranging her bed. when Suddenly we heard the most extraordinarily wailing, which seemed to come in waves around and under her bed. Naturally, we looked everywhere to try and find the source, but it was in vain. The nurse and I looked at one another, but we made no remarks to my mother, as she didn't seem to hear the mournful cries. At the time, my sister was downstairs sitting with my father. She heard the wailing and thought that some terrible thing had happened to her little boy who was upstairs in bed. She rushed rushed upon his room, where she found that he was sleeping quietly. Oddly, my father did not hear the sound. However, the neighbors in the house next door heard it, and they ran downstairs thinking that something had happened to their servant. The servant was fine, but she said to them, Did you hear the banshee? Our neighbor must be dying. A few days later, the sick woman passed. Very, very
1: interesting. So a lot of people heard it
0: in that situation. Yeah.
1: You know, when you're dealing with... um legend and in a cult and or pop fiction like this and it's not really pulp fiction it's 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 historic fiction did you say pulp fiction pop oh okay but pulp fiction is one of the greatest movies ever made Mm -hmm. remember that people needed to find explanations for things Mm -hmm. that they couldn't describe and so whether you're talking about a greek siren who we know was always near the water or whether you're talking about an irish banshee think about the wind in these places, so you're talking about storms and wind and things off the ocean and unexplainable noises, and then the bad things that happen as a result. So I'm just throwing that out there that sometimes you come up with things or people, come, and this is as early as I mean, this is way BC. Mm-hmm. I uh, uh, before Jesus Christ, we have these these stories uh, coming up. Correct. Um, this one was the
0: year 1900. This one so, was, li- yeah, but we're yeah, talking yeah. about this way prior to that This 122 well. years ago, but yes. Well, that way, wasn't
1: before Jesus, but I'm just saying way, other stories that you've said happen. Way prior to. I mm-hmm. like to give the, the devil's advocate or nay- naysayers explanation for why some of these unexplainable things might have come about in terms of how you explain spirits and how you explain things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you ever been outside on a late night when it's windy and yes. it's cold? And yes. I mean, you, first of all, you can cr- you can creep your own fucking self out. All the time. Yeah. Always do. I scared of the dark. Yeah. My, my listening base
0: it. knows that I'm scared of the dark. So Absolutely.
1: So I, I, true story, and do, we can delete this if you want, but my favorite thing was, I'm a farm girl. Mm-hmm. I think you were too. Yep. But mine was more of of, of an orchard forest. Okay. So we weren't raising animals, we had trees. Yep. <clears throat> so 80 acres of pine trees, and people would come over to the house when I was in high school, and we'd take a walk back in the woods for various nefarious reasons. Of course. But. But I had zero problem with shutting the flashlight off and getting lost in the woods because I knew my property Mm -hmm. and probably with my eyes closed and it freaked them all out. So we have to come up with explanations as to why things happen in the dark. Yeah. And it's just just a, a brief example of how those things perhaps come about from scared football players who start crying in the middle of the field because they are lost. And the cheerleader who was leading them back in there left them when they tried to cop a field. Uh Oh, I'm not saying oh. I scream like a banshee, but I am saying he cried later <laughs> <laughs> and I let him back out of the woods and
0: it never happened again. Right. Right. I bet he kept his hands to himself. Take control. Ladies, mm-hmm. take control. That's right. Be
1: a banshee. I want that on a t-shirt.
0: I super appreciate that because as someone who doesn't want any of this
1: stuff to be true, because, I know you do, but uh, it's, no, yeah. I
0: don't want it to be true because I'm scared
1: shitless. My mom and sister will tell you that I the house that she that. lives in is haunted. And oh, they really? can give you great stories of it. I yeah. come up with an explanation as to why all of those things have happened. Have but happened. They're, they're 100% serious. And I don't pick on them about it because it is creepy and yeah. some of it is unexplained. But my brain likes to think that it's smarter than everyone else. And so I come up with a rationale for it because it makes me feel better.
0: Yeah, that's where I'm at. Makes I like I like to have a total different rationale for it as well, which is why I don't even watch the horror things or or anything like that. But... We're branching out today. Now, there's another story, okay, that was heard by a student in in 18, excuse me, 94 in an Irish boarding school. So a boy had taken ill. And so he was put into a room by himself, quarantined. That'd be great. So he could rest. And the next day he was visited by the school doctor. As the doctor was examining the boy, he suddenly sat up. He cocked his his head to one side and the doctor said, what's wrong? And the boy said, is that crying? And then he said, can you hear it? So the doctor strained his ears. He couldn't hear anything. And the doctor said that the boys must be hearing things due to his fever. But the boy persisted and said, you can't hear that sound, that terrible crying sound. I know what it is. It's the cry of a banshee. I know because I've heard it before, and I'm afraid because I know what it means. Oh, When you hear the cry of a banshee, someone is going to die. The doctor tried to comfort the boy, who, after a while, settled down and went to sleep. The following morning, the headmaster received very sad news. A telegram arriving saying that the boy's brother had been accidentally shot and that he had died.
1: Shit. Yeah. See, I don't like that now. That bothers me because I like to explain things away in my own head. And that's just. Here he is. And the doctor's like, wait a
0: second. I was examining him and he flat out heard this. But I do
1: believe that, that we can be subconsciously connected to people who are close to us. And you know it, you get the gut feeling. It's your kids, man. Have you ever had that feeling? Yes. Or if they're not returning your phone call for some reason, Mm -hmm. like damn.
0: Yep. Oh, I will openly tell you guys, you'll think that I'm fucking crazy. Yes. But, um. Uh, My sister actually, I, I text this to my sister. I had a very bad feeling about my son going into this football season.
1: Oh, okay. I had a
0: terrible feeling. And it ended bad. It did, it did end badly. But he was injured. His hand was injured when he was on vacation um, in Myrtle Beach this August. And I thought, okay, maybe that's what it is. And that's when I texted my sister. and was like, you know, I've just had this bad feeling, but it's still not going away. His hand was fine. He got the starting starting quarterback position. And in the very first game, as he had started, he got through two quarters before he was taken down with a severely bad shoulder dislocation injury that required him to have extensive surgery and be out for the rest of of the year of course and his main sport is baseball so and he's a pitcher so we're focusing on getting him back but once that injury happened that feeling left me Megan yeah that's what my feeling was about it the culminated is gone
1: it came to completion and
0: I thought and I was texting my sister and saying you know I've had a really bad feeling about him after he hurt his hand but I still had that I'm like but I don't know I still feel like something bad is going to happen and here it goes so then my other son who was also on the varsity um, team all year he got through five games this past Friday he broke his collarbone
1: So I just mistook out. him for the other child. You did. Literally, because I was only was looking the at sling. the sling. And I didn't even look at his face. I right. feel terrible. But yeah, who shit. Right. Here he is. But the thing is, is that
0: after Jacob's injury, the whole time people kept saying, well, at least you still have another kid to watch on the team. And I just kept feeling like, yeah, but yeah, I do. Yeah, but it felt like dark. It. it felt heavy. And I thought that it was because I was so sad for my oldest child who Ooh, couldn't play. It's a play. senior year. It's his senior year. Whereas our sophomore child could still play. That's what I chalked it up to. Well, here we go. Fast forward to five uh, in the sixth game of the season and he breaks his collarbone and I'm like, oh, fuck, that is probably why I had that dark, heavy feeling because I knew all along we weren't going to get through this season. And I still have one more child still playing in middle school football who had a dislocated rib that got put back into place.
1: This just goes to show that sometimes mother's intuition People try to explain away in different ways. And there's a lot of lore that could have occurred from that. So again, going back uh, pre-Christ, and and he was the start of one religion. We're talking going way back. Women had thoughts and premonitions and feelings about things that were going to happen. And that's just a really great example Mm -hmm. of trying to explain away how you might have known that.
0: Right. I always tell people to trust their gut instinct, especially when it comes to parenting. Yeah. It's a real thing. I, You know that after researching some Banshee folklore, I had to go on Reddit. Well,
1: I had to yeah. go on
0: the internet. I had to see what the internet had to say about their own personal experiences with Banshees. And they're out there. Look them up. They're out there. So one um, user had actually said, this is a story told to me firsthand um, from my father's experience. It's short and sweet, so here it is. My dad was about 18, 19 at the time. With two other of his mates, they drove to some pub in a rural town. One mate was called Bert, and he said, you know what? I don't feel very good for the night. So when they pulled up to the pub, Bert stayed in the car.
1: I recognize this, Bert. Yeah. I've
0: been there. Bert was like, I've had too, I pre-gamed too Staying hard. in the fucking car, man. Yep, Have a yep. good time. You guys go to the pub. So this was around nine o'clock. After getting you know, completely blitzed and forgetting about him being left in the car. So then they go and check on him at about 11 o'clock. And I'm paraphrasing here. I'm not quoting this person. Sure. But basically what happens is he's sitting in the middle of the seat and he's like, you guys take me fucking home right now. And they're like, Bert, but we're having fun. Why do you want us to take you home? Like you don't understand. He's like, there is a woman that stood in front of the car. She came flying up to the windshield and she was face to face with me. She was giving me a deathly scream with an open mouth so large that it was unhuman. She had an empty blackless, like terrifying eyes. And she was just staring at me. And then she flew off in like a cloud of mist. And he said I moved to the the middle seat to feel less exposed from the windows because that's where she originally appeared. And then later the next day, Bert found out that his uncle was pronounced dead around eleven PM that night too.
1: And yeah. It's creepy. I'm yeah. over here like see, I'd like to come up with an explanation for everything, but that yeah, it's when creepy. there's so
0: many that are so similar, that's when I'm like, fuck. I know. I um I'm going to have a a friend of mine, we're not going to use her real name, but she very much claims that she can see dead people. Like not like the sixth sense I see dead people, but just like these random people. And she talks about this old lady that she sees in my house all the time. And, yeah. And some weird shit has happened in my house. I have family
1: members who resonate with her mm-hmm. well.
0: And and weird weird shit has happened in my house, but she has reassured me time and time again that this person is friendly. very sweet. It's a friendly mm-hmm. spirit. And so I'm like, okay, I'm okay with that. Last night, as a matter of fact, my son who broke his collarbone on friday night of course now has to sleep on the couch because he can't lay flat oh. and he woke up to the mississippi ooh, texas a&m game and he's like it's i know what game he's like i know i shut the, the tv off before i went to sleep and my husband was like yeah i shut i actually was the one that shut the tv off because you were asleep but he woke up he the remote where he was at would not get the tv like at his angle so he had to stand up and shut the tv off and it's i was the like power of voodoo i was like okay so maybe Grandma's a mississippi fan or maybe she a texas fan we don't know but i appreciate that she is a college football fan i
1: just sometimes I love the her. power of voodoo whether you go with the actual cult which i'm going to explain later to you in a different episode or you go with the labyrinth it's the power of voodoo who do you do
0: yeah <laughs> we all do yeah <laughs> so oh, he was hell. like and this is his words he's like i ain't about no grandma ghost messing with my sleep <laughs> i was like well listen my friend has assured me that she's very kind so that's all we need yes, to know we she should can have stay. her on. she can stay here i have tried so hard and she says she's willing to come on okay. we've got to use a fake name for her which i told her we absolutely Helga. could um Ingrid. we're gonna do the porn star name <sighs> her middle name and the name of the street she grew up on i love it so much so that's what she's going. So to So if you hear
1: Buffy Dobson, it's actually me, but yeah. it's not. But D, it's not. And D Watson is me. Buffy Dobson. Fuck you. are Miss Kitty your from now middle on. Middle name is not Buffy. No, that's the dog. It's Renee Dobson. Oh yeah, we did. Th- there were two options. It was the middle name and the name you street you grew up on, or it's the name of your first pet. That's the right. You, that's why there was Miss Kitty for you yeah. and Buffy for me. Mm-hmm. I'm Renee Dobson, but sometimes the the animal names are better because you're Miss true. Kitty. I'm Miss Kitty, it just and depends I'm Buffy. on the
0: situation. Yeah, another spin off—a spin off of the spin off, Miss Kitty and Buffy Dobson. That's the porn hub
1: site, and I feel like it's going to make <laughs> a lot more money—a lot of money.
0: <laughs> oh God, you
1: gotta edit that out. Okay. okay, I'm dying. All
0: right, so my mom, there's here's another like real life explanation. My mom and her best friend Anna had a similar experience. They were about 16 at the time, and Anna's grandmother was dying, and my mom was spending the night, that night, to help take care of her. Anna's grandmother was sleeping in the room across the hall, and before they both went to bed, they checked on her to see if she needed anything. My mom recalled there being a creepy atmosphere in the room. Something wasn't right. Anna's grandmother said no, so they both went to bed. As Anna and my mom went into their room, they heard an extremely loud scream. My mom said it wasn't her grandmother. It was inhuman and demonic sounding. They both ran into their grandmother's room and she had passed away.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a violent passing. Yes. Or a warning just, of Just a, a warning.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yep. So let's talk about what I had alluded to earlier about the very different version of the Banshee.
1: Yeah, for please. the
0: Scottish version, the very different version of the of the banshee for the Scottish spirit, known as the washer of the Ford, not like the truck, the fjord, FJ mm, fjords, F O R D.
1: I feel like it's spelled wrong.
0: I mean, I guess Norse or
1: know. Norway would be fjord, but the washer of the Ford,
0: the washer of the Ford, the washer of the Ford, the, f- the Ford, <laughs> the the Ford, Ford F-150? F one fifty. No, so yes, this is the washer of the Ford. She haunts desolate streams where she can be seen scrubbing the blood from the linen and grave clothes of those who are about to die. You said water. You mm-hmm. said river. Yep. And scrubbing. That washer. Just like in the Irish folklore, the, how sometimes they are the washer. But that's
1: fjord, too. Mm-hmm. That's why if there's a spelling thing with this, and maybe that's how do they do that in Scotland, but... I just got an accent all of a sudden and it's not Scottish. It's a little- It's English. It is, just no, a little was, bit. No, I was in the governor and I got to my- Hello, governor. <laughs> right, I'm so sorry. Please don't stop listening. Um but those fjords are 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 riverways, waterways. Yes, yes so they are. so we have a washer in a riverway. Yep, that's washing right. the blood from something. Yep,
0: and here's where it gets a little bit crazy. So the washer of the fort has a very distinctive feature. That's how it's spelled. So that's how I'm going to read it. Floor. She is said to have unusually long pendulous breasts that interfere
1: with her washing. So this was created by a man. No, that's what happens when I wash my floor. Right. They get in the way. It's what get happens with my golf pendulous. Yes, yeah, I got exactly. Golf. I blame that slice on my left my, titty. Right,
0: <laughs> exactly. The sons of bitches get in the way of my biceps. They fucking do
1: they really do? I I don't have biceps, but I do have long pendulous breasts. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, <laughs> don't worry. I didn't. That's okay. I'm just gonna you break didn't things. Do that.
0: I actually thought that was Matt outside. Oh, no, it I might hit have been you. I hit
1: this with my okay. elbow
0: through the headset. It, it was the band like it was over <sighs> there.
1: Great. <laughs> I can't. Yes. Right. I was. I was going scared here with that.
0: <laughs> you were deeper. You were like. <sighs> <laughs> Mine is way cuter than yours. Yeah, yours is a
1: fucking mouse. <laughs> i want to give it some cheese and get it out of my cabinets. No one is going to be scared of this. No, but mine they might be.
0: They might be. That was terrifying. <laughs> you're the elongated mouth, and I'm the violent death. You're trying to
1: say I'm the old crone, and you're the yeah. It's fine, Charnel. Whatever you need to tell yourself to make yourself feel better.
0: That's <laughs> not what I meant. Listen, in but all fairness, you-
1: I said earlier I'd rather be the white haired crone. You
0: did. You I asked, own it. You I absolutely do. Did. I d-
1: identify with her. And then you went there with the <sighs> <sighs> right. <laughs> I can't read now. I just can't then i cry i'm crying so uh, i look like a drunk hooker is Meghan, my makeup running no <laughs> megan and
0: charnel's um impersonation of banshees <laughs> yeah very different now i'm understanding where folklore comes from
1: <laughs> you obviously are irish in descent i am though oh, you are problem. your last name your maiden name that's true it is very oh my lord
0: we are lost we went, four
1: hours into a Banshee presentation. We
0: went so off the rails that my computer shut itself down. I know. So let's know. restart it here. Okay, so we lost ourselves at long, pendulous breasts. Yes, that Mostly happens. because it's like, okay, this was clearly described by a woman. So what happens is she throws the breast over her shoulder like a continental soldier
1: <laughs> over the shoulder boulder helder. Yes. They the, do your tits hang, hang low? Do they wobble to and they fro? Can you tie them in a knot? Can you tie them in a bow? Can you throw them over your shoulder like, like a continental, continental soldier? soldier? Do your tits hang, hang low? low? You're all welcome. That's $1.99 a minute.
0: Also not scripted. I have
1: no idea how None. Megan knows that song. Because the same I grew way up I with I the same pendulous breast that your grandmother did. <laughs> How also, did, we're soulmates. Cheers. How did we do that? <laughs> because I know Clink. that
0: song. Y'all should know we had no idea. Zero. Ooh. <laughs> so, also, those of you that sang along with us, we love you. Call me. Because I know there were so many. Send me a PM. So, basically, what they're saying is she takes these breasts, she throws them over her shoulder, and she lets them hang down her back. And those who see her must not turn away, Megan. Instead, he must quietly approach her from behind, (laughs) take hold of one of her breasts. (laughs) I'm dying right now.
1: This is a Saturday night so far.
0: Hold on. Put it in his mouth. The breast? Mm Mm-hmm. Pretend to be nursing from it and claim to be her foster child. Only then will she tell them, tell him whose clothing it is that she is washing. And if she says That the clothing belongs to an enemy, he can allow the washing to continue, but if the clothing belongs to him, he can stop her from completing her task and avoid his fate, all by suckling at her supple breast that she can fling over her shoulder. What the
1: fuck? Scotland. The fuck, man? What is up with this? First of all, that just moved to the number one spot that I want to visit. Because suddenly my number one destination, you know why? Because if Scottish people find that attractive, I am their girl.
0: There you go. Just
1: you want a saggy, pendulous
0: titty? breasts that interfere with her washing, a saggy
1: titty over the shoulder. And mm-hmm. I'm there. And you guys will love mm-hmm. me.
0: She lets the breasts hang down her back so that they don't interfere with her washing. And at that point in time, the man who can see the titties on her back suckles at them Quietly, like an infant. Right. And asks, as they are, asks through tit. Hey, hey. <laughs> whose who's clothes you washing? <laughs> and if she says his enemy, he's like, okay, carry on here. We have no problems. If she's like, yours, Your clothes,
1: clothes, then he's like, <laughs> <laughs> let's keep going. Son of a bitch. Listen here, you insufferable ginger. If you are going to suckle on of my breast like this. <laughs> And I'm going to forgive you your death because you have inquired and asked me not to. This at least should result in, in an engagement ring or a really good fucking pint of Guinness, which I understand is not Scottish in origin. But what else am I? Oh, I'll have a Langavulin 18. Give me some scotch. I love me some scotch. I want a peaty. I want a smoky. I want it to hurt my heart a little when I drink it. I just want you to
0: know that all that says that if the clothing belongs to him, he can stop her from cl- completing her task and avoiding his fate, but it doesn't actually say how, but I think we all know if he's gotten to third base, we know how he's going to complete this task.
1: I was just going to say, leave it to a man to stop a woman from coming to completion. Thank you. (laughs) Well, that's what happens <laughs> i'm like this is when you're almost there and you're like well you ruined it this folklore tracks you ruined it suddenly we know and all of a sudden the scottish folklore folklore of the banshee has to do with stopping a female orgasm congratulations fellas drink your scotch i
0: think we've cracked the code
1: <laughs> so our first on-site location should be in scotland so scotland. we can change this myth right right <laughs> That is all I have on the folklore of the Banshee. I've loved all of this. Everybody who wants to send us hate mail, send it directed to Megan because I love everything that you just gave me. This all makes me happy. Listen,
0: we needed something different from how the horrific- pedophiles and murderers of children that we've had lately and women in general and men. There are plenty of men who have been victims. Thank you.
1: When people plead guilty or not guilty, no one ever pleads Banshee. And so that's why I like this.
0: Pleading Banshee. I saw the Banshee. I knew death was coming. Yeah. And I I
1: say I'll enter a no contest on your behalf, sir. (laughs) On your behalf. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not an honest plea, but I like it.
0: They, oh my God, please tell me if anyone has pled Banshee.
1: It'd be worth the giggle.
0: It would. It really would. If Maybe you're going to play non guilty anyway, you might as well throw a banshee
1: in there. Not guilty by reason of banshee?
0: Yes. I thought, I, I actually really think that the folklore is interesting, but I got to say, uh, between the Scottish and the Irish, the Scottish one is very different. That uh, They both have have washers though in their folklore and I did find that interesting of like washing out the blood but I'm intrigued by the fact that a man can come up to a woman and say hey what laundry you scrub in there and depending on you know if he does it correctly like first you gotta put her titty in your mouth and and then you find out is it your enemy what if it what though Megan I ask you what if it's not your enemy and it's not you and it's just a random person what do you do in that situation? Enjoy according- the
1: titty in your mouth. Okay, that makes sense. I think okay. that we have a more sexualized version in the Scottish, and that's why I would, oh, I would be interested it, with our Irish and Scottish listeners, not because I want to start any type of a civil war, but um, I would be interested in hearing your perspectives on how you think that that mythology evolves, because there's usually a reason for it. I actually, I by, to by the way, find both of them endearing. Mm-hmm. In fact, the Irish can be a little bit scarier. Mm-hmm. even though that's my heritage, um, a little bit. And just the thought of somebody wanting to, you know, put their mouth on my nipple actually makes a lot more sense.
0: <laughs> it does me too. And now you know I what wanna... makes me
1: feel better when a woman screams randomly for no reason? Yes. Is I, I, I would just put her breast in my mouth. A
0: man's titty <laughs> sucking too hard. This makes sense. Yes. The Scottish actually have it figured out. I think
1: they do. Mm-hmm. And also, w- remember, we're talking about this. You know, we, you've got whiskey and scotch, and they're very similar beasts. but. Um, as a drinker and connoisseur of both, I'm actually a bourbon drinker cause I like to keep it local, you know, mm-hmm. go USA, of USA, course. USA. But if I had to choose between an Irish whiskey, sorry guys, my heritage or, a uh, or a scotch. I like me a scotch Yeah, with one ice cube and a tiny spit of water to open it up. But that's just because I'm just a little spit I, of water. Maybe I drink too much. <laughs> This we don't a, even need a brain bath because the whole thing was we don't, a brain bath. The whole,
0: I actually don't have a brain bath because this was drinking. almost like a brain bath episode. I have to do the talk. I love it. I How wanna, do you well, want me to drink and talk at the same time without the listeners okay, constantly well, hearing this? Next Ooh, week, you're going to drink echoing, everything
1: because I'm going to talk the whole time. Echoing we in, in my no cup. Choice.
0: This is what they would hear if I'm constantly drinking. The Witch's Brew is amazing, though. If you guys have never had it, it really it's is Lila from sellers Cellars. Um, they're not a paid sponsor, but we do I'm gonna of all of their yeah. stuff. Yeah,
1: so it's up Leelanau. The Leelanau Peninsula is up where, if any of you know where Sutton's Bay, Michigan is. And it's a beautiful part of the United States. And Traverse City's up there too, which is something more people hear of. But um, we love the Leelanau Peninsula, and again, my daughter is a baker up there at an establishment that we hope to record from sometime yes. very soon. Actually, very soon. if they will allow us to come there, so shameless plug and shout out to my baker at mm-hmm. Nine Bean Rose in Suttons Bay. That's right.
0: And so, all right. Well, we hope that you guys enjoyed this little bit of a different episode for Crime Curious today. And um, maybe we're going to make this a spinoff where you just learn interesting facts and learn about some alcohol. Um, (laughs) We we got some shit. I'm uh, good at all of them. In the works. So, all right. Until next time, everyone, we hope you have a fabulous day and take care. Keep Bye-bye. It Damn Bye-bye. it. bye I know. I fucked you up. <laughs>
1: Motherfucker. Start over. <laughs> Do it all over, Charnel. And all You right, can right. even keep that in. All right.
0: All right. Keep it curious and have a nice day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.